recording. Uh, let me count it down. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Royal Sunny Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie. And joining me, as usual, is Rompas. Rompas, how are you? I'm good. How are you, my friends? Good, good. Um, let's uh, let's get into it. We got a lot of things that we got to talk about, and we got to keep this under an hour, like you said, off the off the recording. Um, okay. Let, let's let's get into it. Uh, Monterrey has played. Uh, I don't know when's the last time we recorded a podcast. I think it was probably after the league's cup, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, uh, let's. Uh, Let's dive into how you've seen Monterrey. Obviously, the the two losses against uh, America and, and Tigres are the ones that you know, kind of, yeah, those are the measuring sticks for for this club. And and they um yeah they didn't pass them because they lost uh, combined six nothing. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know they got to put that behind them. And um, yeah, no, they got to put those two losses behind them. But after that, I mean, you, you look at some of some of their games. Uh, most, re- you know, we're recording on a Tuesday. Um, you know, the game against um, Pachuca, where they won two nothing. You know, they were really good against Cholos. Uh, so yeah, I mean, the losses to Tigres and America stand out. But uh, you know, their their other more recent performances have have been really good. Can't can't deny it. I mean. We can consider all the injuries that they've gone through with Canales, Cortisto, mm-hmm. Berterame is finally back. Um, they may not be fully of you know a fully fit team yet, but you're starting to you know see bodies come back, and you're starting to see some type of performances. Obviously, we'll talk about some of the young players. But what are your, some of your thoughts on on just how the team has performed uh, over these last couple of weeks? I mean, we're in the you know they play uh, Santos on on Wednesday, uh, and then yeah. they play uh, Querétaro on Saturday, and that's it. The league's all wrapped up. You can start focusing on the Liga. But you know, what, what are some of your thoughts heading into, or what some of the thoughts some of the thoughts you've uh, has seen this team, and you know, as the Liga, you know, is right, you know, is right around the corner. Well, it it's um, it's really difficult to do a full breakdown of of. Uh, of a, let's call the like a a, a game of uh, the system that the Tano tries to use on a on a weekly basis because he hadn't had the full squad pretty much in the entire tournament. Uh, so we're talking about the uh, 18 injuries, whether it's a couple of, of of guys are twice on that list, like Eric Aguirre and Rodrigo Aguirre. But uh, but uh, it's really difficult to do a, a criticism without taking that into consideration. Um, I think that given the circumstances, Monterey uh, all in all has delivered because we're fighting for the second place now. Uh, which, if you ask, if 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 anyone would have been asked that question. Uh, two months ago, when the injuries start to started to develop, nobody would say confidently that that we were end up on the on the not even the second place, the the, the first four places, right? So we're gonna end up if everything goes according to the momentum the Monterey is having. Uh, we're gonna end up uh, not playing the the playing, uh, which is from the fifth place to the tenth place, I think. It's, uh, I don't know how no, it's, it's playing from out. The seventh, it's from the seventh, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. So, all right, so, so those... the top six uh, are safe. They're all good. You don't have to worry about that stuff. All right, perfect. So the, you see that it's changing every freaking tournament, so I, I'm not able to keep up. But the the good thing is that, uh, that uh, you're going to get pretty much three weeks to recover Another uh, another couple of players. The the rumors uh, are that uh, that uh, both Canales and, and Cortizo uh, could be uh, fully recovered by the at least semifinals if we make it that far. Uh, for Canales and Cortizo, there's there's really really strong rumors that he could be uh, playing. 
on a on a on a possible uh, quarter or final game. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's really. I mean, the, the, all in all, I think that it's a, a good tournament for Reals. Again, given the circumstances, yes, you can point out those losses against Tigres and America, which are the two toughest uh, uh, rivals. Yeah, those are the games face. you kind of. Yeah, those are the two games you kind of like. Be like, okay, where 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 do we stack up? Because honestly, um, the other. You know, yeah, Pumas is good this tournament, but, you know, they're usually, they can be good one tournament and then they'll be terrible the next one. Same yeah. with Chivas, you know, those those teams, um, albeit having a bigger fan base, they, they're just not consistent enough like Tigres and America where you can say, okay, how how do we stack up? You know, like those the only, are the two the teams. The only thing that, that uh, you could argue there with especially Pumas and, and now Pachuca is that those are two um, two games that you usually lose. Like uh, away, uh, especially Pumas. Really, really, you can count with one hand the last 20 years how many times you have won there. And uh, this time around, uh, we got a W. So that's that's also to to point out. I mean, again, yes, the 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 like the final containers are gonna be. It is America, Monterrey, and and possibly Chivas. Uh, I, I'm rooting for the the first four. Uh, so you 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 have you did lose against two out of those three, but uh, again against America, well not again, but against America, uh, there's a, a red card at the 18 minute for Maximesa that messed up the entire game and and other. The other situation was that you received the goal pretty much at the beginning of the game, so it's it's kind of uh, hard to to analyze that game given the, those special circumstances. But uh, I mean, I'm not too worried about America, even though those guys are the, the guys that are playing the best. But uh, America, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't America playing like really really good under Solari? And, mm-hmm. and again, under Dan Ortiz too, like when yes. they faced Monterrey in the, um, in the, obviously this is a one, it was a one-off game, you know, uh, you know, there was no second leg, but you know they were playing well under 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 Solari, and you know they went into that final and mm-hmm. they lost it, you know, and and obviously they were the best team in 2019, you know, yes. they, the, they hosted the 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 second leg in that 2019, or, you know, Apertura final. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. you know, that's and I feel like them they've always been good, like they'll have really good, you know, they'll finish number one, have really good tournaments, and then I don't know what happens to them in the league. Yeah, they just hit the bed and and they they turn into something else. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if that started, yeah, you know, you, you if you watch any like national media, that's what they always say. They're like, okay, we've seen this story before, yes. show me it, and you know, <laughs> yeah, so I think. That can be something if, if they, you know, if they were to face Monterrey in a, in a, uh-huh. you know, in a, they would obviously be in a semifinal or a final, one of the two, depending on how the whole bracket shakes up. Uh, uh-huh. If I think if Monterrey finishes second, they'll probably more than the only time they'll probably face each other is the final. It's the final. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe the third. If they finish third, then I think they'll they could probably meet in the semifinal. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. So it depends how how the whole bracket thing shakes up. Um, uh, but yeah, they, they, we've, like I said, we've seen the story before with America, uh, uh-huh. and we'll just we'll have to wait and see if if in, and some of these players have been through those. Obviously, that happened last turn turn against sad. us. So I think at some point it's gonna have to weigh on them. It's gonna weigh whether yeah. good or bad, depending on on how the you know the, the players' mentalities yeah. are. It's gonna uh-huh. be something that they have to think about because obviously the whole national media. If you go to do the ESPN. That's all they say. It's like we don't care about what you guys do in the regular <laughs> exactly. in the tournament. You gotta <laughs> gotta show us something in the tournament. That's like I said. That's something Monterrey can probably use to their advantage. Yeah, and and to be completely fair, the same story, but the other way around. You can argue against Tigres. Like the last couple of of uh, of, of big matches in La Liga MX, they have just run passes. Uh, whether a semifinal or final or quarterfinal, the last six, seven years, uh, 
well, the only thing that we have is the, the like the, the league's cup that we ended up uh, beating them. But in La Liga, we we haven't seen the song with, against them. So it it's that that would be uh, more of, of a scary game, uh, and not because of how Tigres is playing. Because again, it's the same thing with America. That that has nothing to do with the actual results. Uh, at least the latest uh, last tournament is the best example of we ended up uh, on first place, 40 points, all records uh, uh, broken for the club. And uh, you have a coach that just was afraid to play and we ended up losing. So uh, the, the only thing here that I could uh, kind of base my uh, uh, quote unquote confidence here is that I see that Tano Ortiz learned from League's Cup all the way till now. You can see it against Pachuca that uh, we 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 were up two two nil and uh, he managed to to just control the 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 end result. Like it wasn't that Pachuca had really clear chances. It was just more so of Monterey just controlling the game uh, at this pace. So that could be a, a, a thing of that the Tano learned and hopefully that that's the case because again, Tano is uh, famous or infamous for losing uh, in two semifinals in a row. So hopefully this is this is not the third one and, and the third one. Yeah, is the no, yeah. Hopefully that's it. Uh, you gotta hope that he probably learned from his mistakes. Obviously the the, the second leg, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't counting on Fidalgo to get a yeah, red exactly. card. But those, exactly. those are the things. Those are the things that I, I'm not saying every manager should prepare for a player getting a red card, but. You know. But yes, they do. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You got. That has to be like in the back of your mind. You know. You can never be like get caught off guard. You always, exactly. at, at least that's what I would think. You know, you always got to prepare for every scenario. Um, so mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, he's learned from his mistakes that he did at, at America. Because if he does them again at, at Monterrey, uh, then that's going to be a whole different discussion. Especially, uh, you know, that now that we have a, a directiva that that does, you know, take into account, you know, how you lose. It does. It's yes, not just exactly. oh you lost. It's how you mm-hmm. lost. You know, mm-hmm. at least. You know, that's what people are going to expect now. You fired a guy in, in Victor Manuel Vistutich for how he lost. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. he lost to Tigres. You know, if they would have lost in penalty kicks, you know, if it went to extra time, didn't go penalty kicks, penalty kicks are random. You know, that that's just yeah. how it is. You know, you can't say, you know, you did everything, but, you know, they lost the way they lost by not chasing the game. They lost by... Settling exactly. with the one goal that they had in, in the first leg, thinking that would be enough, and they gave up two goals at home, and they're out. In five minutes. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In, fact, <laughs> in five minutes, yeah. That, that's the one thing that kind of gets lost. It, it just took five minutes for them. And it was even, like, first five minutes. It was, like, the last, you know, they had all, you know, not to open up old wounds, but they had a, pretty much almost, like, 70 minutes to find that, mm-hmm. that, 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 you know, that goal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but obviously leave it alone now since that's that's in the past. Yeah, in but, the past. Um, but yeah, uh, but you do have to learn. I mean, yeah, that's uh, the thing. Well, that's it, what it, you're it, hoping. You're hoping Tano Ortiz has learned. Hopefully, he knows, especially too from from Lucetich's mistakes, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, don't settle on. If you have a one goal lead, don't expect that, especially against a good team like if you face America or Tigres. Exactly. You know, don't don't let don't. Tell yourself that that's gonna hold up because it's not those those teams can can score. Uh, you know it worked for Vucetich against Santos. You know, yeah. but you know, don't don't expect that to, to be the same case. Again, it's, it's, you know. it's just that it's just exactly that that uh, any other team aside of Tigres in America, any other one, you could just manage the game and just play around and. Uh, be done with it with one goal uh, with as an advantage, but because they don't have the backbone really. So Tigres is is uh I, I was I was just talking about this yesterday. Uh, 
um this has like the 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 key players to to turn around any results especially in la liguilla because they are they are accustomed to winning titles to winning those those clutch games to be there to to appear when it when it matters they are pretty much used to that and uh we don't we haven't we 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 lack those type of players uh because at the end of the day if canales is not there and and uh cortizo is not there well it's pretty much the same players that you have had the last five years so yeah you're, and canales, you're known I mean, for at least that canales, yeah and canales at least canales has a, a copa you know he has some type of like winning pedigree he's won a copa del rey he won the nations yeah yeah you know between those guys who have who have won i mean and you can't say these some of these guys have won you know the, some of these guys have been in america so maybe mm-hmm. you know you that comes into play but i feel like i don't know why against tigres yeah it's just a different it's story different. you know we'll get to that like that's why maybe america doesn't like yeah, America is looking really, really good right now. But these, a lot of these players have beaten America. Mm-hmm, yeah, it was yeah. in 2019 or in 2021, you know. So yes. they that as long as they don't mess up, you know, as long as they don't do what they did, you know, get a red card and make mm-hmm. silly defensive mistakes that like you saw with Vegas. Yeah, I know. Uh, they can probably give them a game. Though, though I, I don't. I'm, it's just not to me that. <laughs> It's not like I'm afraid of America or something like that. I think you see Monterrey beat them even when America was the favorite, you know. Yeah, so exactly. No, and, 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 they were and that, good, even you know? even for the like for for us as fans, again, I don't like I don't worry too much about America, even though again, yes, they've been playing the best and whatever. Because of, of exactly that, because the, the the latest important games have. Monterey has managed to 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 make that not care. So, but 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 it is different with Tigres, and hopefully this League Cup match uh, was the turnaround for that because uh, it was like a semifinal and it was important. Even though we can argue that the League Cup at the end of the day didn't matter, but uh, just for that reason, I think that. Uh, that uh, that could be uh, the turnaround because because we we haven't won those type of games against Tigres in the last five six years, uh, so that one was was hopefully that's that's important, and uh, if we face them, uh, hopefully Tano realizes that the only way to beat them is to actually go for them and not yeah. just wait. That way yeah, to, no, that to they get a chance. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. It starts freestyling <laughs> shit. I mean, that that <laughs> classical. He he decided to freestyle on the worst game of the of the, of the season, uh, and and to make matters worse, the next game, like the following game, he went he, back to the- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, he used. I mean, that was. I, I was laughing so hard back then because uh, we did a space on like uh, on Monday for that week. And I told everybody, like, the the the, the irony is going to be the once we face the next team, I assure you that he's going to go back to the four in the back and, and he's going to play high, as he usually does. And I oh my, he did. And we ended up winning. So that's the, that's the thing. I mean, uh, another thing to point out really quick about the season uh, that is kind of going unnoticed. I don't see people really talking about it. Uh, as much as we should, but we had like 200 games in three weeks, and uh, we managed to actually yeah. pull it off. So yeah. that's that's I, also I, important. This is something I, I kind of wanted to talk about towards the end because I wanted to bring up um, uh, obviously Santiago Furcada tweeted out on Saturday, you know, Libertadores and all this stuff, but it's just uh-huh. like I, I don't understand why in Mexico there's no like. It, you know, having these amount of games isn't like a, it's it's the norm. You know, oh, um, yeah. th- there's cup matches, there's international competitions. Like in a season, you get the you get these amount of games, and it's just like, I don't understand 
why it always catches like Mexican media, even Mexican media or, or Mexican clubs like off guard. Like this is the norm. If Mexico actually took their league seriously and had like a domestic cup, like a Copa Mexi again, uh, or in the, they played an actual like like a like an international tournament where there's like group stage and all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. they they would probably have this amount of games like in a certain window or you know two months yeah. they'll they'll play a certain amount of games where it's like oh shit there's gonna be a lot of games you, they have to they have to have depth yeah so and then this is where we we can slide in talking about the youth players some of them have to step up uh and they're getting opportunities mm-hmm. that i don't i i think they'd still get this i like i said Ortiz came up through america's youth system well not, you know as a as a coach so I feel like he would still play young players, and 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 it's just not like, oh, this is all I got. It's not that type of mentality where this is all I got. Mm-hmm. At least that's where I, again, I'm taking from his press conference. I did an article, and he said, if if the young player is playing well, or he, if he's doing what I'm what I'm asking him to do, then mm-hmm. he's gonna get he's gonna get playing time. It's 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 not like saying oh this is this is all i have with, with uh-huh. all the injuries he's not saying and there are managers that would just be straight up saying this is all i got this is i can't yeah, yeah. Uh, so i think he would probably still look at young players and, and i think that's what Monterrey needs especially as you said in the past you know they want to they want to be able to spend money on on top quality foreign players and and <laughs> you know instead of six you might have four because mm-hmm. you're paying four players as if you would be paying six, right? Mm-hmm. So th- that's where the academy comes in. That's where uh, scouting good quality young Mexican players comes in, like Victor Guzman, where, yeah, he didn't come up to the youth system, but you move the trigger really quickly and got him at 20, right? So mm-hmm. they're going to have – if they're going to be spending on the Sergio Canales of the world or, or the Tito Coronas where they want to bring him back, and he's still in his prime, and so he's going to command a, a decent amount of salary – you know you're gonna have to rely on youth system or your scouting to to get good to get good quality and I would say young Mexican players so you can you know they can have a ceiling to grow that that's uh-huh. what I would want I would prefer yeah. and I wouldn't grab a a 28 year old 29 year old you know nothing against them but you kind of know what they are at least with the young player you can maybe under your coaching under your system they can flourish into something else yeah. um so but yeah and that's something I wanted to talk about. How did how have you seen the 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 youth academy? Just overall, how have you seen? You know, they've debuted I think seven players. Um, you know, some of them have kind of started getting regular minutes, like Chespi Lopez. Um, Cesar Garza has has gotten a couple appearances here and there. Um, mm-hmm. You got this other kid. Uh, I think it was a Mojica. Or okay. yeah, seventeen. I think he's. I think he's the I don't know, I don't know if yeah. he's the youngest of all of them, but you know it's it's, it's I, I like it. I, I, I kinda want to see players who identify with the club. Obviously you're not gonna start all starting eleven, but if you can pull out two or three quality young players who have like a European trajectory as you had with like Tecatito at his age, Cesar Monte at his age. If if Monterrey can start pulling out these types of players consistently and not just having it be like, you know, several years go by, you know, between a, a Tecatito and a Cesar Montes, you know, hopefully they start producing them at a consistent good rate because they have, they have the funds, they have everything that you need to pull out quality young players. Uh, but, but where, have you, where do you stand on, on, on this uh, topic? Because it's, um, well, it, you know, it, 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 it's not, it's I not, would... you know, a lot of people say Monterrey is el cancer del fútbol mexicano, but, um, <laughs> you know, you know, so, but where do you stand on all of this? Well, first, I would add to everything you just said, the fact that uh, now that the the press from, like, from Mexico City brought it up, it's pretty much, uh, that pretty much means that it's something that is being worked on, which is the quote-unquote uh, uh, financial fair play. So. If you add that to a mixture, you should be able to count on your on your 
on your young players to be at least as uh, at least as good as uh, as you need them to be. Maybe not to change the entire game, but just to be there on a on a level basis of what you already have. So, I mean, aside of Ali Avila, which I think that uh, he missed chance, and uh, hopefully he gets another one on the next tournament, but I don't see him playing anymore this one, even though he's doing good on the, on the national team for the under, under 23, I think. Uh, aside of him, I think that Chespi Lopez has proven that he deserves at least to be considered. Uh, I really like Mojica, uh, uh, the guy who played against Pachuca the last 20, 25 minutes. There's certain things that you can notice. Like we say in Mexico, uh, you can tell how somebody, uh, if somebody is good at eating just by how he grabs the taco, right? So he has that, uh, that I don't know what it is, but but uh, he has that uh, mobility. He has a good sense of, of the spaces. He he knows how to uh, 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 touch the, the ball back or even to the sides. He, he, he showed a couple of good things against Pachuca. Um, and uh, the other the other one would be. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be the best out of all the young strikers like, in yeah. your youth system. He's supposed yeah. to be the best, and yeah. um, I don't. I mean, he's only what's. I don't, I'm trying to trying to. I'm trying to think off the top of my head what's the uh-huh. conversion, but it's, he's 178 centimeters, and I think that's, that's five uh, nine, five ten, five ten feet. You know, five nine, five ten. So I mean, he can still grow. He's only 17. I think men uh-huh. stop growing when they're they're 21. 21. Uh, uh-huh. Women, I think, you know, stop growing like when they're 18. So. I think he still has a couple of years to maybe grow, but if he can get a little more, more, you know, a little bit more bulky, I'm not saying, you know, gain a lot of muscle, but if he can just get a little bit more, you know, obviously you're, if you're playing against grown men, you gotta, you know, you gotta hit the gym and prepare for them to yes. get you off the ball. Um, but he looks like, but he I, didn't I, look, he didn't look like, uh, for instance, like Chespi, that he, he does look, Really small. I guess. He's young. He's older. Like, he's twenty. Uh, exactly. But but this guy, like he was uh, hand in hand with the with the defenders from Pachuca. And he was. That's what I'm saying. Like you, he you, you can notice that he wasn't even scared. Like and he's seventeen. I yeah. mean, and, and Pachuca's defenders are, are not like a walking apart. I mean, Murillo, he, he's, he's like he's really tough, and. Uh, I forget the other guy, the the, the other center back uh, from Pachuca. I forget his name. But uh, again, those guys are at least six six one, and uh, he wasn't like that far from uh, at least on a physicality level. He was competing, and again, he's seventeen. He has at least four years, maybe four or five years to grow a little bit. Hopefully he keeps on, on, on going to the actual like to the gym and uh, build yeah. up a little bit his his his, his strength. But uh, aside but of he, that, yeah, that, that's something he can yeah. do. Like that's like mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes your football IQ, like like you said, he he in Orlik's the Twitter account, uh, he put out like mm-hmm. a compilation of the player, so you kind of got to mm-hmm. see like his movements and everything, and. Mm-hmm. That's something that either a player might not able to like. Maybe yes. they can learn it as they grow, but to have it at that young age where they're exactly. able to understand the movement, exactly. then that's where it's like, okay, this kid, you know, keep playing him, see what you got. And I kind of like that they put him in when, yeah, like you said, the game against Pachuca, it was kind of controlled, but still it was two nothing, right? It was two nothing. Exactly. We've seen we've seen games when it's two nothing and and it can just go away really quickly. It's still a, a game where it's like, hey, help, try to help yep. us, try to help us get the third goal, you know, and and, and just get that insurance goal and that's yeah. all of the game. So you're still. It's not just a, a blowout. It's yeah. not, yeah, it's not a blowout where you're just like, hey, go just go out. We're trying to preserve, you know, young, you know, preserve the starters or whatever. It's still a scenario where it's like, hey, here, get it, it, it's, and that's why I kind of like that Dan Ortiz is doing, where he's putting them in situations where it's like, I want to see what you can do in this situation. It's still. Uh-huh. It's still a, it's still a game. 
to put it, you know, just to put, you know, to, to say it like that. It's still a game. There's no, it's not a, like you said, it's not a blowout. Nobody already knows who's winning or who's going to win the game. So it's like, hey, putting you, the game, the game is still going. We can still lose, obviously. But there, there's, there's some of them are starting to like distance themselves in a the little bit. It's like, okay, you debuted they seven players. Which one of them, you know, are you keep going to? And that, like I said, that that's where yeah. Chesby Lopez is coming out, where he's it. getting, you know, get, keep getting consistent minutes off the bench. And it's not like, oh, like putting them at the 80th minute, right, and just playing mm-hmm. 10 minutes. It's, he's going to them like at the 60th, where you know, between the between the 60 and 70th minute mark, he'll go to them right away, right. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like here, just help us finish off the game. And I kind of like that's what I like. He's putting them in, in challenging positions, right? Here, yeah. Here's a challenge and, uh, for you, mind kid. You, mind you, that uh, for instance, Chespi Lopez is uh, is now a better or, or a more suitable option than than, than even Joao Rojas, who's like a proven. Yeah, player, that's. I know right? a lot of people are so, saying that. Like I know people. Like some of it, people were joking. But yes. it's true. I mean, even uh-huh. for him to go to like a 17 year old, you know, Mojica yes. kid, you know, I think if that kid plays well, I think he'll probably pass. <laughs> exactly. They're going to pass some of these like foreign players that are making good money at the club. And that's why I said I, I would prefer playing a 17, 18 year old kid that you could probably say, okay, what does this kid have over a Rodrigo Aguirre or a Jabra Rojas where it's like, you know, I don't want to say they just came here for the money, but you know, they haven't it, proven themselves. They haven't That's done it. anything here, and mm-hmm. to be honest, let's—I'll be frank—they could give two shits about the club. You know, exactly. at yeah. least some of these kids, they actually want to make. You know, they've come up through the system. You mm-hmm. can tell. You know, you—you've been through. You know, you in your age, you can tell me how some of these kids feel going through Monterrey's yeah. system. Um, especially if they're like Cesar Montes, who had like that 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 goal to be like, I want to be great at this club. You know, if they have that type of mentality, then that's the type of players I would prefer, even though they're 17, 18, 19, over a Jal Rojas or over a Rodrigo who are just here. Who really? I mean, honestly, I don't know. You know what their what's their mindset right now, but I would prefer those seeing those kids grow. Um, because like I said, they, they actually, yeah, they, they, they have fit, the, you know? like, like they have the, the DNA of, of, of the actual club, whether, uh, they prove it or not. Well, that's just time is gonna, it's gonna tell us. And, and, and I would rather give them the opportunity to prove it. Yes, I would exactly. rather, like, exactly. I would rather, especially, you know, I would rather see them try to prove themselves because now you see, you see Jesse Lopez all of a sudden. Scoring, scoring two goals, and one of them, you know, the one against yes. uh, who was it against uh, was it Cholos? It was was it Cholos? Yeah, it was, Cholos. It was Cholos. Yeah, where he the just dribbled, like he just. Dri- I would feel like in the past he would have tried <laughs> to force the, a pass into the box yes. to somebody, to like yes. one of the like, if Funes Mori was in there or Berterame or, or something. Like mm-hmm. I would feel like stuff he would he or anybody like of his ta- you know a youth player would try to force it rather than trying to dribble. Trying to create uh-huh. space and then firing off a shot. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. I think that is just com- like confidence in in the mat that the manager is giving him. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, and uh, again, uh, we have uh, uh, well, not we, but the club has debuted seven players. I mean, I get that the not the seven players are gonna excel. I get that, but if you end up having at least two. And if you do that on a three to four year basis, you can change the entire thing. And I don't think the, the, in terms of the midfield, I don't think they debuted, they debuted the best one. I I yeah. I I seen I seen um this uh, Twitter account that spotlights like um like good like young players, you know that like that's their and I retweeted it. It's they re, they sit they put out the um the Urias kid um that he mm-hmm. I think he's yeah. with the, the under. T- was it under 17? Under he's uh, one of the World Cups under something. I don't I don't remember which one I have. I don't have uh-huh. it like in front of me, but uh-huh. I think he's like out of the midfielders in terms like he's the best one. Like yeah, I, 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 you know, 
I'm assuming if you get called up to World Cups and you have Twitter accounts saying, hey, out of like, and this was a, you know, this was a, a Twitter account just saying like, here's our, all the like under eight, under, yeah, to under 20 under, to watch. It was like the, 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 the Ecuadorian kid that, that scored uh-huh. for the first team and it's, he's on his way to Chelsea. I think when he's like 18 or something like that. So it was like, uh-huh. In terms of like, he was in like that type of group. So I'm like, you know, if he's gonna be in that type of group, I'm pretty sure he's really good. Uh, and so like, they haven't even debuted that kid. And I'm assuming because you know he has international obligations and stuff like that too. And he's playing. I don't. I think he's with the under 18. I have to double check. But um, he's uh, you know, under. He's, he's 17 also. Yeah, he's under 18. But I, I, I would say, you I, know, what were you doing in 2006? <laughs> you exactly. If I'm a, I'm assuming this Urias kid is going to get debuted probably next tournament, I would assume. You know, it's already too late to, um, you know, you get the Ligia, so you kind of don't know if this probably has, like, which young players he'll probably go to, um, in, uh-huh. you know, in these crunch situations. And that's kind of what I like, too, that he does this, is that, okay, he, he can start to figure out, okay, who, which kids am I going to count on in the crunch, crunch situations, you know? And, mm-hmm. But, you know, going back to the OES kid, I think he'll probably get a debut next tournament. So, like, I don't expect this yeah, to slow down. I don't I don't think this is going to be like, oh, it, it just happened this year, you know, because of the injuries. You, the injuries. you might not get yeah. seven. You might not get seven. But I'm pretty sure you can get three or four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, again, it, well, not again, but the thing is that uh, – we could argue that it's because of the injuries, but I, I, same uh, same example. Right now, Mojica is and Chespi Lopez are ahead of Joao Rojas, and they're gonna be ahead of Joao and even Aguirre, the Rodrigo Aguirre. So it it is something that it was because of the circumstances, but they ended up uh, doing as good as they thought they would do. So. Now they pretty much earned that that spot. So uh, hopefully, it, and as you said, in the in the midfield, we haven't even debuted the best one yet. So that could happen next tournament, or even if the circumstances again happen, uh, maybe this yeah, year. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know what's the what's the the I, I got actually search this up, <laughs> but I what? don't know when that World Cup ends. Uh, oh, you know, I don't need it. So yeah, so, but yeah, it's more than likely. If you were to ask me, you know, what, you know, bet, you know, like when, when they are going to debut this kid, that will probably mean next tournament. And uh-huh. yeah. like, 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 this is Dan Ortiz is like DNA. Like, he, like, he came up through, you know, he was a youth coach in, in America, right? Uh-huh. So it, it, it's just something that is close. To, I, I don't want to speak for him, but this uh-huh. is what's close to his heart, right? Working yeah. with the young yeah. players and 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 giving them opportunities or putting them in positions where they can they can show you know show what they got right like oh. like we said he's not debuting them at the 80th minute or in blowouts right he's debuting yeah. them he's giving them 20 30 minutes or here we're still in a game here show us what you got right it's oh. it's putting them in those types of situations and it's just yeah. not like. And not playing yep. them out of position, right? <laughs> we're, we're exactly. Here that, that, and you're asking too. them to play as a defensive midfielder. Yes, <laughs> you know? that, too, that too helps. Now, the only one that I have, I still have my doubts because I don't, I haven't seen what the the, the press is saying, uh, is the, the Cesar Garza kid. Because, uh, again, I, I don't want to, like, uh, be suspicious about something, but uh, it, it kind of was really weird how every insider of the press from Rayados was pretty much at the same time tweeted out about that kid. And when he got into the pitch, I still haven't seen that like that. So, which which I did yeah. see with with, I mean, with Jesse Lopez. Yeah, I mean. yeah, and like I said, the the the. No way, you know, I, I, again, going back to the Urias kid, you know, a Twitter account like that isn't going to be like, here, here's a Mexican kid pay, you know, his exactly. representatives paid me, you know, it's just a right random, you know, exactly. you know, it's just a Twitter account that just says, here, here's some players to keep an eye on, you know, and, and that was him, it's different. you know, yeah, it's different. you know, yeah, so, uh, we'll see, we'll see how it happens, um, 
but yeah, it's it's good to see those types of players. Like I said, I would rather see them try to find their way with Monterrey's first team over a Rodrigo Aguirre or over a mm-hmm. Jao Rojas, um, yeah. and hopefully um, spending like big money on foreign players like a Canales, like a you know, this is not he's not a foreign player, but like a Tecatito Corona, where it's like mm-hmm. okay, we gotta rely on our youth system because instead of having six foreign players, like I said. They'll they'll have four, but they'll be really good. They'll, they'll be four really good players, you know. Exactly. So it, it, it's just hopefully that hopefully you know some of the young players can take advantage of these um, opportunities. Uh, anything you want to talk about before I switch to the topic? Because there's two things I really want to talk about, and we're about 20 minutes before we we gotta wrap this up. No, no, no. Let's go. No. Uh. So well, you kind of touched on a little bit the Monterrey media. Uh. They are. Uh, there, there's something there, 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 there's something uh, to some of the things that kind of stood out for me more recently were uh, the the whole America situation. And it's just not one media, I guess you can say Mexican media in general, where mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where, you know, yeah. obviously we, we didn't touch on this, but, you know, and I kind of it was just. It was just a drama that really, really didn't really need to to happen. Uh, obviously, the foul that uh, Jesus Gallardo made on Brian Rodriguez, uh, and they were—he was accusing him of doing it on purpose. Oh, yeah. They didn't find anything, you know, Televisa, not even just Televisa. It was just journalists from Mexico City, um, and um, you know, they were running with it, and then eventually, no proof was given. Uh, and then Jonathan Dos Santos was the one that got fined because he was caught uh-huh. on camera saying, you know, you're pretty much making a threat to Gallardo. Uh, uh-huh. and, that, yeah. and that he since apologized to him in person. Not, I don't know if it's in person, but he probably gave him a phone call and apologized. Yeah. But, but yeah, it, it, it was, it was dumb, and you kind of got a sense that, like I said, it wasn't just Monterrey's media; it was mm-hmm. the Mexican media in general. Because you yeah. kind of got a, you kind of got a, a, a you kind of got a, a sense of what it what it is now, especially mm-hmm. with um, Twitter paying, uh, you know, yeah, for interactions, yeah. for interactions, like, and I started kind of blocking them because that's what some of them were looking for. Um, <laughs> some it wasn't even just journalists like from like Televisa or or these other platforms. Ah, it, was it was the same guy. Who, it was it was it was it was, it was even like the. Um, I don't want to. I don't know what would be what would be the word for like their influencers or whatever. Oh. I, I remember I saw this one girl. She she tweeted and it was straight up bait interaction where it's like, oh, has your team won like more than six? Or, yeah. or, you know, like something like <laughs> that. Right. I saw yeah. it. I was like, block. You're obviously looking for interactions, and I really mm-hmm. wish people would just block instead of like engaging because that's what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what they're trying to pull you away. And if you need to interact, you're better off just screen cap. Like I don't know who, um, uh, I don't know who did this, but like somebody, you know, just screen cap it and just yeah. you know that's how you interaction because that's what the, what they want is interactions for Monterrey supporters mm-hmm. because they want to rile them up. And I hope, hopefully, you know, a lot of them start, um, uh, you know, blocking them or just not engaging with them because that's what they're looking for. Um, you know, and that and that's kind of what I wanted to touch on just. Um, just the whole, you know, that whole, that whole, it, that whole situation, and what, what did you think about it? Just because for me, <laughs> what I thought about it is just the media in Mexico is really, really bad. Though <laughs> no, they, I, I think somebody wanted, you know, they want Jesus Gallardo to never play for the Mexican national team ever yeah, again. I know. Um, yeah. They want the way that they were saying some of these things is like this guy should be in jail, um, yes. you know, arrested and taken to jail. Uh, but I guess eventually they never oh. found any proof. And what's funny is that they'll never say like, "Oh, we were wrong," or no. or they'll be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, well, sorry, Jesus Gallardo," or anything like that. Sorry. And, and I like that Monterrey kind of put out a a statement saying, "Hey, mm-hmm, there yeah. was nothing malintent or anything like that." And to be honest, I would start. If I, I know this is the extreme, but if I were Monterrey, I would start like denying people's press, you know, press press badges or anything like that it's like bro you're literally lying you're you're 
you're committing the one thing in journalism that you're not supposed to do, which is lie <laughs> or fabricate. <laughs> I went to journalism school, and one of the first things they tell you, don't fabricate stories. And that's what literally some of these people I, do. Like, you have one job, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on, on that whole entire situation with them. Because like it wasn't just it wasn't just Monterey's media who I have no. an issue with. Uh, just because some of them, I don't know why they feel their need to defend the club. That's not your job. I don't want you to defend the club. That's what supporters are there for. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm there for you guys to give me the news, give me everything, like, you know, use whatever, mm-hmm. even though you like to joke that they have no inside information anymore. But like, <laughs> use your whatever in, inside information that you have to like give us something that that the the normal fans can't get access to, you know. But uh, See, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that whole entire situation. Well, that's, it's a, I mean, that's a long, long, long subject. Like, that's a podcast on its own. But I, oh, yeah, I'm going yeah, to be, yeah. I'm gonna try to be as, as, as uh, concise as possible, right? So the first thing is that the guy who ended up making more noise, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, that's the same guy who accused Funes Mori of intentionally playing and giving everybody COVID back in 2020, right? So it's the same guy who already did it once, that uh, he just spit out a bunch of nonsense without any evidence whatsoever back then and now again. And uh, this is something that I actually touched on with with the people from the club that I know. And uh, to give you like an inside scoop of what what was happening back back door or the back door or backstage or whatever they actually (laughs) this time around they actually handled it differently and they were uh going through the legal uh department because that's pretty much defamation of character and that's something that could be uh uh yeah it has grounds to go through a, 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 the legal system, legal system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And that's so uh, there's so many, like, like, like I said, there's so many. I, I really wish to put, at least start denying people's press, you know, <laughs> press, press access, yes. right? Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, yeah. you've had you've had guys, you have a, a certain journalist filming women's rear ends. Um, mm-hmm. You've had this guy now saying, you know, this is not the like that's not the first time. So you're starting, you, you have a lot of these quote-unquote journalist that just want to defend you know either defame or go into the club and just look for quick interaction like they're oh. not even there to act do actual journalism i know people want to um get mad at that girl who said you know not hey, yeah. or whatever but I mean, Dios, the, the quote-unquote yeah, the, the quote unquote journalist that was in there, he was looking for those types of people. Like you can't. Uh-huh. I mean, if I if I'm if I'm looking for people who are either drunk, tipsy, or whatever, yeah. obviously uh-huh. I'm looking for somebody that's gonna say something, and then yeah. make them go viral. Like I don't yeah. I don't even get mad at that girl because that's not her fault. Like bro, like she was just drinking, and somebody and a reporter, you know, a journalist who yeah, is there, there. That. Yeah. I mean, and 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 he was there. The game against what was it, the game against America? Was it? I think it was the game against America. And he was filming some guy who was fell drunk. asleep, and, yeah. and I don't know if he might have been drunk or it might be a medical. You know, you, know, you don't know. Yeah, I don't exactly. And it's yeah. just like, why yeah. are you filming them? You know, to get cheap interaction, and it's just like, I really wish the club would finally decide enough is enough. Like, if you're here to actually do journalism, well, report on the club, and do all this, like, it's that's different from coming in and trying to get quick interactions or sure. defame, you know, the club or defame players. And stuff like that. Like, I really wish they would be like, "You're not here to do actual journalism. You're here to do. You're just trying here to get some Sound type change. of viral hit." You know? Yeah. Now, just two things about that. One, that uh, about that specific thing, I also uh, asked like people from the club, and the the answer was, uh, "We have to like, uh, it, it's just free press, right? So we 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 cannot." Uh, deny access because they do those type of things. So that being clear, which I understand it, even though I don't like it, I know that, well, it is what it is. And the, the other thing is that, for instance, now we, we're doing, uh, we're doing um, 
with the guys that I'm, I'm with right now, uh, we have a guy that does like the El Color uh, for each game. And the only thing that I ask him, because I, I, I mean, you have like the liberty of doing whatever it is that you want to do, right? But the only guideline that I gave him and that I gave those guys was I don't want any, any shit like you see from from that guy like i don't i don't need to to know what the drunkest guy on the on the stadium thinks you can actually do a a, a good news uh or, or not even news but a good story without that you have a lot of people that are on their senses they can actually say something about a game or about the the way the team is playing so that's the only instruction that I, I, I gave them. The yeah. only guy like and that's perfect. They, they that's complain. perfect, dude. Like that's like that you can you you know it's it's easy to go grab a drunk person and try to yeah. make them go viral, right? That's the easy yeah. and, and you've you've done it in your spaces where you experiment where you're you're trying you're trying to talk about the game, yes. right? You're trying to talk yes. about the game. Mm-hmm. But what everybody wants is transfer stuff, you know. Yes. And then you'll switch the headline. You'll switch the headline and be like, mm-hmm. you'll switch it to something transfer related, and a shit ton of people will come. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it, mm-hmm. and I feel like pro- that's probably the same way, you know. They they yeah. probably, you know, they'll be like, hey, fans want the drunk people, and it's just like, and then people get mad. It's like, why are you getting mad at the girl when you all are consuming this too? Like you can just say, yes. you know what, we don't want this. We can call them out and be like, you know, block, block. We don't want any of that. Exactly. Right? If if there's no if there's no responses, that's gonna stop existence. But the thing is that that uh, that uh, once you grab that tweet, as you were saying about the the girl who, who say about the the if you don't have more than five league titles, you're not able to retweet this. Uh, obviously, going after Monterey fans, because mind you. If you go to the actual numbers, like Monterey, specifically Rayados fan base on Twitter, nowx.com, is one of the strongest communities on in entire the entire Latin Yeah, you'll, you'll see people's like interactions when they tweet about something else. They barely get twenty exactly. tweets or twenty twenty exactly. likes. As exactly. soon as they mention Monterey, that shit has like two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred yeah. Go viral. So that that's the point. Know, like like you were yeah. saying, if you screenshot it and then just talk whatever it is that you want to talk or whatever it is you want to say about the tweet, that's one thing. That's what I do. I actually well I, I practically never engage because I know what they're looking for and I'm not gonna give them and that. It, yeah, cause they would do this before Twitter started paying them. So yeah. Now that yes, Twitter can right. pay them, it's just easy like for them to do it, you know? Even and sometimes like is, I said, if they don't do it like it's not even like I'm trying to hide it, right? Like they'll 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 oh, do it. Just, you know, they'll, they'll do like you said, you just gave like you just yeah. gave an example. But um straight up like that. It's just that. But so what I try to do on, on like on my uh community at least, the the people who follows me and uh people who share uh group chats with me. I always let them let that know to everybody. Like, don't go to that tweet and, and answer. Don't quote it. Don't retweet it. Don't nothing, because you give them you give them exactly what they want. Even though if you're bashing them, that's yeah. They don't they can, care. Uh, they they can don't get racial. They, yeah, they can get racial now, and mm-hmm. there's like, oh, I still got the interactions. Like, exactly. yeah, I, I can have. You can, you guys can ratio me. You guys can bash me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But as long as I'm getting, as long they as they're getting care. interactions, they don't at, care. At the know? end of the day, when, when, they, when Twitter look. says that here, here's 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 uh here's five hundred bucks for for the couple of that, you know a few tweets that you exactly, get, yeah, went yeah. viral, they will be like, okay, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> I got five hundred bucks see, just see, for, for shitting your team. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give you an example of what it is that I know, which is pretty much my account, right? Uh, so I'm paying. I am paying the verified, right? I'm paying eight bucks a month, and uh, they the how it works. For once you get verified, you get paid first from January the first to whatever date you you are verified, right? And that's gonna be 
either a good amount of money or a bad amount of money, depending on how your interactions were. So given that all my, like all the transfer window, I went viral pretty much every day, I received a good amount of money, right? And even knowing that, that if I do that, I'm going to get paid more. And I'm not a journalist, so I can go ahead and do whatever I want. I still don't do it. I, I, I pretty much keep it more, uh, more on, on a fair basis, my tweets. I'm not trying to engage people. I'm not, I, I pretty much change it all the way up. Why? Because I don't want to get paid by doing that. If yeah. a tweet goes, goes viral for whatever it is that I'm saying, then so be it. But I'm not trying to do that because it's really cheap. Well, I mean, I, I mean it's, it is what it is. So I, I, what I was going to say is, is that, that uh, Twitter doesn't care if the 80% of your interactions were people in, insulting you. At the end of the day, what Twitter cares is that you had Five million, uh, five million views, quote unquote, of your yeah. tweet. That you had three hundred thousand answers on a monthly basis. That yeah. you had. They don't care about the actual answer, so that's yeah. why you keep seeing, and you're gonna see it even more now. Yeah, and, that's uh, why I started blocking all of them. I, I just, I was like, that's the best way to go about it. Yeah, that's you block. Yeah, um, yeah, I started blocking all of them. I like, for example, I blocked. Uh, even though this was before the whole verified thing, I blocked Theo Maldonado because he was the guy was always looking to go viral. Now I'm pretty sure he's, he's just doing it so he can go viral and get paid. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, that like and the only you know I I just don't want to associate with those types of you know even Monterrey journalists are starting to do it. You see it with Diego Armando Medina. He'll always um mm-hmm. he'll always ask and when somebody asks an open a question like ¿Qué opinan? Like obviously that's that's he's you're you know you're leading the witness. You're like Please interact with this tweet, you know. <laughs> and you see it with uh, Chileno too. Like he'll he'll say like some sort of weird Obviously, nonsense, some, like some, we some, some polemic stuff. Like yeah, it's not and, gonna be like like how's the weather, guys? How you feel yeah. about the weather? It's gonna be like so. How you feel about Funes Mori being booed? Wait, what? That didn't happen. Yeah. Wait, wait, but why? What do you feel about it? But that didn't happen, bro. What the fuck are you say? <laughs> So it is what it is. And and this is something that, again, I'm friends with almost everybody from the media here in Monterey, at least from the Yeah, this is, this is not a shot at, like I said, this isn't no, personal. No, no, no. This is, what, what, this is... what I'm going to say is this, that uh, I actually called them out on it. I, I'm not doing it, like, publicly, but I always hit them up on WhatsApp or, or whatever it is that I have the contacts uh, on. And I always, like, bro. You cloud chasing again, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and they like they straight up say, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Uh, wow, what but uh, yeah. Okay. Last, last. Uh, I, I know you got to go, and I, we're gonna have to squeeze this in the next two or three minutes. But uh, huh? the Copa Libertadores final happened this past weekend. Obviously, uh, yeah. something over Porcada tweeted out. You know, he he wants to see Mexican clubs go in there. Yeah. Um. Obviously, uh, the only way that's going to happen is going to be through the business side, and okay. it's going to be through Televisa Univision saying, "Hey, we want to we want the broadcasting rights." Like I, I don't see in any other way of of, of Mexican clubs. You know, I, I think people who still think Mexico does anything for sport, <laughs> you know, has to no. has to mm-hmm. stop living in that fairy world. If, if, yeah, if, no. if, if anything mm-hmm. is sport related, it has to be connected to the business. Um, if Televisa Univision decides, hey, we want these rights, but we also want Mexican clubs to boost subscriptions, boost ratings, then oh. that's the only way I see them going in there. Uh, oh. In the U.S., uh, I don't know if it's in Mexico, if it, if it happens in Mexico, I know VIX is in Mexico, but I don't know if they have this broadcasting rights in Mexico. But in the oh. U.S., they have the Colombian League, the um, the Brazil, the Brazilian, the Argentine, and I think the Peruvian League, like I tweeted out. And uh, so it would meet, it would make sense for them to say, hey, let's let's get to Libertadores. I think they expire uh-huh. at least in the U.S. Their television rights expire 2025 or 2026. One of those two. Um, so that's the only way I see Mexico ever returning. And to yeah. be honest, 
I mean, I would like for them to return. Those are really good competitions. Um, I just wanted to grab your quick thoughts on that whole situation. But I would really like to talk more in-depth with Santiago Furcadev over, like, why why do players like Germán Cano suck in Mexico, but then they go to oh. a better league? <laughs> they go to a better league in Brazil, and they uh-huh. kill it there. Uh, and that, that's just, an, like I said, that's another podcast for uh, yeah. a podcast for it. So, okay, I, can, I can definitely... I can definitely set them set, set No, no, yes, then yes. Yeah. I, I really want to start doing these evergreen topics where people can listen <laughs> to whenever they want. But these are topics, you know, Monterrey, um, you know, they've had their certain players kind of come. Maybe they don't work out well here, but then they go to South, back to South America and it's just, what well, yeah. happened here? Yeah. Well, I mean, what was it? The Dominguez, uh, the, the, I don't know, the you know, he won the Copa Sudamericana. Oh, he was really good at stopping kicks. penalty kicks. Yeah, you know, he, is in he barely Wilson, played in Monterrey. Yeah. Wilson Morello, Wilson who's famous here for missing three penalties in one game. Uh, he he was the actual like top scorer on, on a Libertadores. Like, it's, it's just that. Now, I was actually talking about it, about this situation today with, with Santiago. Now, that's this is funny you brought it, bring this up. Because <clears throat> he was saying that, uh, the, the Mexican clubs are not that embedded with the Libertadores because they don't have that, uh, like they haven't won it and this and that. So that's why that's not like a real uh, necessity for the for the Liga Americas to be there. But I was saying, I, I mean, just call Spain Spain, right? So they call a continental champion now, for, for instance, Fluminense, right? Because they won the Libertadores. Which is not actually accurate because it's not the whole continent, right? So I brought that up. I, I told Santiago, like, well, you cannot dismiss, for instance, Monterey, because Monterey has been a continental champion as well. At least for as FIFA is concerned, CONCACAF Champions League is a continental tournament as Libertadores, right? But the thing is, yes, the, the only way for us, for Mexico, to go back to Libertadores, which I also kind of want, or once, not kind of, uh, is that is that the business makes sense, which I think it could, especially now that uh, there is pretty much a done deal that Mexico, Mex- Liga MX and, and MLS are pretty much brothers. So now it's going to make more sense to have uh, those type of competitions throughout the entire continent. So, yeah, I would. No, and then also the the, the team has or the company, you know, Televisa has a streaming platform. They need content. They need they need to give people reasons to to subscribe. You know, if you say, hey, Liga Mekis are playing in in Libertadores. Now we're going to put it on this platform. How many people are going to start subscribing to that? You know, so it's like. It's just not like television anymore. It's 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 streaming. You know, you gotta you gotta you, these these companies gotta start thinking about okay, what's gonna what do we gotta put on our platform that's gonna generate people to subscribe, right? And how mm-hmm. many people, are, you know, as much as like from Monterrey, you know, this is wasn't for the Monterrey supporters in the U.S., but how many people had a Fox um what was that for Monterrey uh, Fox Premium or whatever for for mm-hmm. one yeah, Fox. Fox? How many people yeah. had that just so they can? Yes, they can... And, and this is something that that has happened at least since I remember. At least in Monterey, we always had had that pay per view shit. Like since early two thousands, you're not able to see Monterey play a, a, a local game like here without the pay per view. So this is something that we as fans are used to. So if you say all right, so Monterey is going back to the to the Libertadores or Tigres or America. They're going back to Libertadores, but you have to pay like bigs or something. We all gonna pay it. I mean, there's no there's no question about it. So hopefully, it ends up as that, and they take advantage of the World Cup to to get that deal done. That would be really good for at least for for the actual football here and. Uh, Business-wise, it doesn't make sense. So hopefully that happens in the near future. Yeah, and plus it would be nice to play an international tournament that pays you like real, like 
actual uh-huh. decent money. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> the the Leafs Cup only paid what? What was it? Monterrey suffered so many injuries, and I think they only got like what was it? How much did they get? It wasn't even that much. It wasn't. It, it was close know. to two million, two million dollars. <laughs> for the amount of injuries that, they suffered, two million dollars. Here you go. If they if they would have won it, it was gonna be three. So. <laughs> makes no fucking difference <laughs> yeah uh but yeah uh robots uh like i said this we could talk about this with Furcadio another day because it would oh. be a, it would be an interesting topic to talk about uh but but yeah uh anything you want to plug in uh before we go uh just as usual shout out to all my rompistas we are closing to 34k uh every monday at 8 p.m on abc deportes uh radio and facebook and youtube uh, a romperla too. Uh, I took like a little break. Uh, oh, pretty much a mandatory break because of personal situations. So I, I went back yesterday and uh, it was really good. So that's pretty much it. With those two things and uh, oh, pretty much all week we do a space uh, from nine to eleven uh, p.m. here in Mexico with uh, different accounts. They are part of of, of el rompismo and. Uh, we're doing the alternative uh, uh, calling of the of the actual games now. Uh, we do uh, uh, la, la Previa, which is a half an hour before the games. The actual game, we do the, we narrate uh, the, the game as, as God intended us to do. And, uh, and then we do a post space also. So those two, those, those things two also are, you can find those two those things on on my Twitter account at Rompasis All right. Um, as usual, just follow the Rios ninety account on Twitter. Uh, leave five stars on uh, whether you listen on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Check out the website uh, Rios ninety dot com. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it that I got to plug in. Uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, we'll probably. I think the next time we'll probably record a podcast is whenever Monday <laughs> season ends. So it would, like I said, we said in the past, it would either be a, a good podcast or it would be a what the hell happened podcast. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and like I said, I want to do some, some standalone <laughs> podcast with, uh, you know, I, I've already told you, want to talk more, you know, obviously now, especially now that, that Monterrey's debuting players want to talk more about, uh, the behind the yeah. scenes that goes into, uh, building a good youth Academy and, and, and talking with Purcade possibly about, you know, uh, Libertadores and uh, whether, you know, Mexico will ever be reconnected again with South America and all those types of details. Because I like it when, um, especially when you two get into a debate on, on spaces about South America, <laughs> you know, it, it's always it's always fun to hear because it's a good back and forth. But uh, but yeah, hopefully we can get that those things done soon uh, in the near future so we can give you guys some uh, evergreen uh podcast that you can listen to whenever you want uh that isn't quickly outdated uh so yeah uh but yeah thanks for listening and uh yeah yeah thanks for